everybody. This is Eric Elliott again here from Refocus Nutrition on our Monday uh, weekly podcast. This is me getting started up uh, basically one week from Christmas, uh, getting ready for a new episode of the Refocus Nutrition podcast. Um, This is our third episode. We've talked in the last two episodes about a couple of different things. Uh, Starting off with that first one, we just kind of did my origin story, where I came from, why I got into the nutrition industry, and you know what you need to know about me if you, and what you're looking for in this podcast in the future. Uh, and the second one, we talked a lot about what the best diet was. So if you missed that one, uh, definitely go back and catch that one. We talk a lot about different diet styles, whether it be the ketogenic diet, um, high carb, low carb all this kind of stuff uh, that we're going to have to definitely dive into more in the future. Um, And this week, being that we are so close to Christmas, and I know uh, so many of you are already in the process or have been to them already, um, in the process of having Christmas parties and celebrating the holidays. So I think it's important that we talk a little bit about um, how to track around the holidays, how to navigate those big um, family dinners, work, Christmas parties, whatever it happens to be, so that you can end up on January 1st in a suitable position to chase the goals that you want to for 2019. Um, before we get started though, guys, I think it's important to talk about uh, the podcast in general. Um, as always, I do this in my spare time to help give you guys as much knowledge and free education as possible. Um, I understand that there's a it's a big obstacle to to always hire someone uh to to go there and um work with them and it can be time consuming can be financially consuming so this acts as a free avenue so that we can give you as much value as possible um for the things that I might not be able to deliver in calls or maybe you don't aren't able to work with me yet and you're able to implement some of the small things that we talk about in this podcast yourself before we can work on the big stuff together uh, working in the future. Um, All I ask from you guys is please leave me a nice review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen to your podcast. With that as well, also leave me, um, if you could guys, if you're enjoying the podcast in any way, whether it's this one or the two previously, I would appreciate if you took a screenshot of your phone and share it on social media, share it with a friend, tell someone else to listen to it guys because that is the only way uh, this podcast is going to get larger and for more people to listen to it is if you guys share this um, and share the message that I'm trying to spread. So guys, without further ado, uh, let's talk about the holidays. Uh, The holidays, they're the best time of year, right? It's, it's It's the time of year where we get to go out like every day and we got time, we got like we got stat holidays off, we're eating, we're drinking, we're enjoying t- company with friends, like everything about the holidays is awesome. Whether it's gifts, foods, drinks, whatever it is, um, it's the season of giving, it's the season of loving, right? So when it comes to the holidays, guys, I understand that, you know, we're not going to make the best nutritional decisions. That is just kind of the way it is. Um, hands up. by yourself if you've ever been to a family dinner where they were serving solely like broccoli chicken and just healthy 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 foods or what you would consider healthy foods and there was no dessert no alcohol none of that fun stuff right basically there were no carbs on the table 
that just doesn't happen, right? Like when we show up to these events, when we show up to, when we go for friends, whether it's even in the holidays or whether it's just going out for um, a night out in the town, we're enjoying ourselves with foods that, you know, typically aren't the best foods for us. They don't make us feel great. We understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, the point is that we have to have a healthy balance with what that looks like. I say to my clients, and I have often said to a couple of them, that you know, December is not about the time where we're trying to go through the month and you know, this is the point where we're going to find that six-pack of abs or we're going to be the healthiest and the, you know, the fittest that we ever possibly will be. That's just probably not going to happen. I mean, if, there's, if you're a, like a really high-level CrossFit athlete who you know, is doing Wadapalooza, I don't know how you came across this podcast, but if you are, um, maybe we do have to tailor your macros a little bit more. Or if you're doing a bikini show in January or a physique show in January, maybe you do have to watch what you're eating a little bit more. But with that being said, guys, like, do you really have to if you have nothing going on the go in January? I don't really think so. Like, I don't think you have to be the fittest possible. Now, that doesn't mean that you should spend every day trying to see how if if you could break records on how many calories you should you can consume in a day. Part of enjoying the holidays is enjoying being able to enjoy who you are with the people who are around you, right? So I think that if you're stuffing your face and you, you know, you're completely, completely, completely overeating, you're feeling shit anyways. So like, do, are you really enjoying being around your family? Are you really enjoying like laughing and everything else when you can barely move? For me personally, I don't think so. Like, I don't think if I'm way overeating, I'm going to be in a point where I can enjoy, you know, the stories that I'm hearing from loved ones that I haven't seen in over a year. Um, that's what the holidays are about, guys. Like, it's definitely about enjoying some of those commodities that you never get, like even eggnog or whatever it happens to be. But it doesn't have to be that we always are going to go completely off track, right? So when it comes to the holidays, how do we track? Do we track at all? Um, that's, a, that's an important question. Um, for some people, no. For some people, you know, tracking is a stressor. And that's something that I say to a lot of people right off the bat. Um, for me, when, I, when it comes to tracking, I can track, weigh, and measure all my food. And in no way, shape, or form am I ever stressed out about it. It doesn't bother me. It's not something that's weighing over my head throughout the day. I just do it. Now, that's not everyone, and I understand that's not everyone. And what I do does not make it better or worse for someone else. Someone else might look at a, at a scale with their food, and they might go neurotically crazy. They might, it might bother them. It might, like, what am I going to eat at 4 o'clock? What am I going to eat at 5 o'clock? How am I going to get my fats up? How am I going to get my proteins up? That might be an ongoing process, and for a lot of people, I have seen that. So when it comes to the holidays, are we worrying about that? Probably not. So what do we do for those people? Um, when it comes to the holidays, that's when it comes to you know using some different strategies for measuring that aren't going to be stressful for you. So what I mean by that is typically we're going to use you know, a food scale, measuring cups, um, if we're going to be precise and try to really, really measure things. Now, I don't really believe that you have to be precise around the holidays, just because, like I said, again, we're not trying to be, we're not trying to get to that end point on January 1st or 2nd. We want to get in a position where we're healthy through December, so that January is an, is a all right experience for us, and we're able to get into a healthy position where we can move forward for 2019. 
Now, measuring can be done without actually using any measurements. What I mean by that is measurement tools. So yes, we are measuring still, but we don't have, we aren't pulling out other instruments and really no one else in the room would even know that you're measuring the food. Cause I know for a lot of people, like that's the big obstacle is the first time, say you made a change and you started measuring your macros. Um, it's bringing out that food scale and like seeing the looks around the room of like, oh, this guy's weighing his food um, and what that means. So what we can do is we can switch out of that sphere um, by weighing or measuring, if you will, with our hands as objects. Again, no one is going to ever see this if we're at like a family function or we're out or whatever it happens to be. Guys, when you're doing this, the easiest, most simple way to do it is a closed fist is one serving of protein, okay? A thumb from basically the start of your thumb all the way to the end, that is a serving of fat. A palm, so just the palm part of your hand is considered your starch. And then a cupped hand is your veggies. That's it, that's, uh, that's really all it is. Um, and you really could get away with and doing really well if you wanted to measure on a full-time basis like this. It does, it's not crazy to think that you can go through life measuring with just only simple portions like this. And it's not like, yes, there are times where we want to be really precise. You know, if we have that event coming up or we have a photo shoot, we go on vacation, whatever that event is that we want to be uh, lean or we want our, resu our results to be a little bit more dialed in, then we need to get a little bit more precise. But there's a lot of people that that doesn't necessarily ever have to happen. Um, so when it comes to that, guys, these, these hand measurements allow us to measure without getting crazy about it, without it being neurotic about it, in a way that we can ultimately get what we want out of a small, small, small tracking measure around the holidays. So when it comes to how much of these things we want to see from ourselves at each meal, um, I always say one of each of those measurements for females. So we're talking about one thumb of fat, one fist of protein, one cupped hand of veggies, and one palm of starch. That should probably give you enough carbohydrates um, to get through the day. Um, and males multiply basically that by two. So the average male is going to have about six servings of each of those um, per day, six to eight, depending on how hungry you are. Um, and females, you're looking at it probably around four, four to five, three to five, somewhere in there, depending on your hunger. Okay. Um, so that's, that's kind of how one of the solutions I use to not get crazy about things around the holidays. Um, and again, it's something that, you know, if you're, if, if you're a little bit self-conscious about it, um, uh, about tracking, about looking at nutrition and kind of being more or less proud of the way that you, uh, you work with nutrition, then uh, this is one way to kind of hide it, if you will. But that is something that I would like to, I would like to say that you should, um, if, that's a, if it's a social constraint for you, I think it's something you need to examine for yourself and figure out why you actually give a shit what anyone else in the, other, in the room thinks about the way that you're tracking food, guys. If you're concerned about what Aunt Tammy or, or Uncle Jack is saying about the way that you're tracking your food, guys, you need to reevaluate why you're doing it, okay? 
figure out the reasons. And if, if those whys are strong enough for you internally, it does not matter. It does not mean anything what those other people think about the what you're doing. Okay? So even if it's your friends too, guys, anyone, if anyone starts to ridicule you for what you're doing, as long as you believe in it, as long as you believe why you're doing it, it doesn't mean shit what they say, okay? So tell them to stay in their lanes. Guys, be proud of what you're doing and the choices you're making. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to be unhappy around the holidays and starve yourself and not enjoy any of the foods that you want to eat. Of course, eat those things. But if you're choosing to measure because that's what makes you happy, then that's what makes you happy. Okay, stick with what you know is going to make you a positive person, whether that's December 25th or it's July 24th. Any day of the year, guys, what makes you happy? Be that person, okay? Um, so talking about other ways we can start measuring things, guys, um, is trying to find like a middle ground on what actually you want to be tracking. So one of the other ways too, guys, I'll say is I front load my food. Um, so I know sometimes if, you know, events coming up and work parties are, are all over the place, I'll tell clients to front load their day. So what I mean by that is for the first half of the day, we're trying to be quote unquote good. And I don't like calling it good because anytime you create that good or bad, uh, focus, what you end up doing is telling yourself you're bad for eating, um, off plan, so to speak, or whatever it happens to be for you later on in the day. And anytime you're you're shaming yourself for eating something later on, you're just creating a really bad negative feedback loop that's also going to be ingrained in you every time you do that. And that's where you can kind of you know fight your way into rabbit holes uh, and make that those one or two days that happen to be shitty days for you turn into one or two weeks, and then things get a, your your progress gets a little bit sidetracked from what you're trying to do. Um, so what I mean by that, guys, is really focused on you know whole foods through the first half of the day. Uh, I, I know when I'm my myself, for example, uh, I fly home on Christmas Day. Um, so the the bulk of my the start of that day, I am doing jack shit besides sitting up, sitting on a plane. I might sleep. I probably won't because I'm not much of a sleeper on a plane. I might watch a movie with my girlfriend on the plane, but other than that, guys, it is absolutely nothing that I'm doing. So I'm gonna, you know, I'll snack. I'll have some protein in the morning. Um, but outside of that, guys, I'm not gonna have really anything to eat. And then when I get home, uh, I'm gonna have probably a larger dinner. And that dinner, basically, I, I'm can I can assume that I've I haven't ate much throughout the day. So the amount of food that I'm eating at night is probably not gonna hurt me in any way, shape, or form. Right? That's it's just it's just not the the amount of calories that I would have to eat in that meal. I mean, can be done but it would be very hard for me to go overboard um, throughout the later half of that day. So this is where, this is where things like intermittent fasting and things like that, guys, um, like really slowing down that eating window is actually going to help. Not because it's going to add weight loss or you know promote human growth factor, growth hormone, or whatever it happens to be. Um, it really is just going to help you stay adherent to what you're trying to accomplish. And lowering that eating window is going to help you stop from being able to, you know, consume so many calories in that eating window that you're going to go overboard and ergo put on fat, guys. So that's one way of doing it. It's kind of like doing a little bit of an intermittent fast, but also 
kind of front loading your day. Be really, really, you know, whole food dense in the morning and eat as much food for volume. So eat as much weighted food. I mean, we're talking green vegetables, meats, things like that. Uh, lean meats particularly because we don't want the fats because that's usually something we're going to get in sweets and baked goods around the holidays. And then later on in the day, we kind of let loose a little bit more. We have a drink here and there and things don't go so crazy. Um, one of the other ways, guys, is like, for some people that I know are working on a bit of a reverse diet and they are people who have a hard time getting in enough food anyways, one thing we focus on guys is strictly just getting protein in. So like I'll say, hey, can you please can you please hit your protein goal for the day? So if that's 140 grams, you hit your 140 grams and, and anything else that happens is gravy. Um, and it might literally be gravy, but we're trying to you know get to that first number and then from there guys, Everything else that how everything else that happens is just like okay, sweet, awesome. We'll move on. That's the best we are. Because in a reverse diet, guys, we're trying to add calories anyways, and you're you are in a better position if we can increase that metabolism. Like I said in further blo- in previous blog posts before, um, use the holidays as a as a controlled overeating to help you get in the position where um, come January first, we can actually put you in a caloric deficit to lose weight if that's your goal. Okay, um, so get your protein in, guys. That's a huge one, especially if you know there's a couple days when you're going to be drinking and things like that. Uh, I know I'm going to be, you know, enjoying a few drinks with my with my guy friends at home, um, and you know, even my guy friends. There's a, there's a number of us that are in the gym and you know like to lift and things like that. We want to increase muscle. That's why we go to the gym, um, dudes. If you're not if you're not getting in adequate amounts of protein over that time frame when you're, you know, celebrating and drinking and things like that, you are losing that muscle, okay? Like that muscle is being put at risk of coming off of your body and all those gains that you worked so hard for over the last few months could be coming off and not in the way that you want to either, right? So that's super important, guys. Um, And like that's the big thing is really working on some different solutions, whether it be protein or whatever it happens to be um, throughout the day. The last one, guys, and this one is one um, that we can talk about and break it down. Um, as my podcast comes out tomorrow, you could really do it Tuesday to Tuesday and then basically go, yeah, like you could go, you'd be perfect to go from Tuesday to Tuesday and then right a week on after that. Um, it's honestly, it's what, it's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lower my calorie amount. So here's what the idea is, guys. So what you'll end up doing and what I'm doing is I'm going to take 400 calories off of each day. So that's each day from Tuesday to Tuesday. So that would be from the 18th to the 25th. Uh, and I'm taking all of those calories off. I might have a little bit more on the 24th when I happen to be, uh, celebrating one of my first Christmas dinners. Um, but with the exception of that, so, you know, we have 400 calories off for seven days. That's around, That's basically 2,800 calories, right guys? So what that does, um, it's gonna create me a nice little window, a nice little comfort spot of 2,800 calories. It's a small caloric deficit, so I'm eating a little bit under what I would usually eat. Um, So what that 2,800 calories will do is it'll add, it'll give me a little bit of a grace period next week if I go, you know, a little crazy one day or the other. it's, It's certainly not going to change things dramatically um, if every day I decide to eat 2,000 calories more, 
it'll help because I'll have, you know, that 2,800 calorie window or that cushion. Um, but again, if I'm eating like an asshole every single day, guys, I'm going to eventually put on weight. That just is the way that it is. Um, but this is a way to kind of help prepare myself for the holidays without affecting my metabolism, without screwing things up, without, you know, really going in hard into a caloric deficit because that would be much more difficult for me. And it's, it's, you know, it's very sustainable and like 400, 500 calories off of your, what you're currently eating is not really that big of a cut to take off. Right. So if that's the, that, that's the route you want to go in, um, definitely something that I would explore. I, something I'm, I'm going to explore. Um, I'll document it on Instagram and, and kind of tell you, you know, how I'm feeling hunger wise and everything that way. Um, but yeah, like it's something that if you wanted to do, it's really not that hard and prepares yourself to get a, to, to really enjoy the holidays a little bit more. Um, if that's something that you're neurotic about around food. Guys, really the ultimate thing is that you go out and you enjoy the holidays. So the first thing, um, the first thing when I talk to clients, guys, we talk about what are your non-negotiables. So like when I talk about non-negotiables, that's the one thing where, you know, if, if it came down to it, what do you want to do once a week, once a month, whatever it happens to be, so that you can maintain and adhere to the diet you're working on, guys. Because really, 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 every time you cut back and you have a super restricted diet, it never works, right? Like we've all been there. We've all done that whole 30 and tried to do the whole 60 and then the whole 120. And guys, it might work for a little bit, but eventually that restriction is going to fail you and you're going to go overboard eating all these foods you're not supposed to eat, right? At the end of the day, guys, a restrictive diet is a diet that is raising your cortisol and your stress levels because it is restricting you from the things that you want, okay? As we said in episode two, the best diet is the diet that you can follow at any time or any point of the year. So find that diet and stick with it. So if you're doing macros, guys, this really isn't that big of a change around the holidays. Your food quality might go to shit for a week, but at the end of the day, you didn't get unhealthy over one week, right? So if you decided to meet your macros through eating just like peanut butter balls, turkey, and like potatoes, you're probably going to be okay. No, you would not feel the best and you probably wouldn't have the best micronutrient dense foods for that time period. But at the end of the day, you're still feeding yourself to a right quantity amount and you're not going to be put into the position where you're going to be overeating or undereating for a full week around the holidays while also being able to enjoy the foods you want to the foods you want to eat, right? But the biggest thing guys is you really have to focus on having a positive relationship around food. The the holidays really challenges people I think because a lot of people don't have that healthy relationship with food. You know, it's it's 2 weeks in before the holidays and everyone's like, "Well, I'm going to go on my diet now." And then they get to the holidays and they just go fucking crazy because they eat everything that's in sight. Or, this is the one that's the most common, we start December off, we're like, yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna do really well, and then December 3rd comes around, and mm, I don't know, and then December 5th is the office Christmas party, so you, you go a little fucking crazy around that, you eat more than you should have, and then Monday, Monday the December 7th, you're like, well, okay, well, I'm gonna get back on track, and then here we go again, 
And then by December 14th, you've already basically just, you know, you've punted the month and you're like, okay, January 1st, I got, I got the new uh, gym membership. I got the new, um, I got the new workout plan. I got the new nutrition plan. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be a new person. 2019 is going to be the best year for me ever and all this crap. Um, instead of basically sitting there and saying, what do I want for myself? How am I going to get there? And really laying out a plan that you can adhere to so that you're not restricted, you're able to walk into it with a little bit of balance and moderation and comfortability with who you are and why you want what you want so that you actually can get what you want um, in 2019. That's the biggest thing, guys, is I find so many people just, they think on January 1st they're going to be a different person and they haven't sat there and figured out why they want what they want. Seriously, ask yourself five whys. I want washboard abs. Okay, why do you want washboard abs? I think it would make me, you know, more attractive in in my sphere. Okay, why do you think? Go down that rabbit hole, guys. Every every time you say yourself why you want something, ask yourself why you want that until you get a really deep answer. Dig deep on why you want what you want, guys, because I think that's what's going to help you in 2019 stick with what you want and make sure that you actually are able to accomplish the things that you say that you're going to accomplish and make 2019 actually the best year that you claim that it's going to be ever, right? Because at the end of the day, guys, if you don't sit there and figure out, dig deep about who you are and why you want what you want, whether it's food, whether it's, you know, whether it's going to the gym, the girls, the men, whoever, what, whoever or whatever it is, guys, you're not going to get it if you can't figure out why you want it, why it's attractive to you, and what it's going to make you when you get it, okay? So that's digging deep a little bit here on our Monday, on our episode three. Again, guys, this is the end of our third episode. If you could, you know, share this with a friend, share this on Instagram, uh, Facebook, whoever, get this out to people, guys, and leave me a nice review. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I will have another episode that is going to be dropping basically on Christmas Day. I don't expect it'll be the most uh, listened to episode ever, but we'll give you guys a chance to listen to it anyways. That's all for me, guys. Take care. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas.